Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Football listeners, Mavs Nation, oh my God. I mean, there's no way else to start this other than to just speak on the fact that Luka literally won this game for them after almost being non-existent late in the fourth and going into overtime. But this is just the stuff legends are made of. I mean, he did everything possibly in his power to win this game on one ankle one ankle playing against elite defensive presence and still got the job done without porzingis i mean luca legend as i said if you follow me at hoopball mavs luca legend but anyway this is lawrence brooks it's your hoopball mavs podcast host and i am just fresh off of this game it was amazing in every aspect. I mean, there was highs, there was lows. It gave you everything emotionally. <laughs> and I'm literally here to talk about it in my recap. Just from the beginning, I mean, the Mavs, they looked like they they, they looked like they couldn't win this game. I mean, everything was stacked against them. You got Luka coming in with a bad ankle. You got Porzingis, he's out with a sore knee. So they're already undermanned. They got guys who didn't play it that didn't even show up to the bubble. Guys who were out for season. I mean, what did the Mavs have to lose in this game playing with absolute house money? And they started out the game. They, I mean, they couldn't have started any slower. I'm sure trying to find their way, trying to figure out what works in a game where they don't have their second star. And so what else are they to do? I mean, it's going to be Luka or Bus for the entire game unless someone gets hot. And they got at least a little bit of support to pull this game off. I don't want to say a little bit. I don't want to shortchange what Seth Curry did. I don't want to shortchange what Dorian Finney-Smith did on a few big occasions. And not to mention Trey Burke. I mean, because these guys were demanded to play big minutes and to produce at a high level in order to just give them a chance to win this game. I mean, there was like I said, there's no reason they should have won other than the fact that they had an absolute star on their team to help win this game. And it was amazing to see because overall, like I said, they they didn't have they could have packed it in this game. They could have said we'll we'll try to get it next game after Lucas had at least 4 days of rest on his ankle, but they came in, they fought and for the team that had the best offensive rating in basketball, today it showed. And this is a big reason why I say they are never out of basketball games 
they just continue to come at you in waves. And if you're not continuing to score at a high rate, at some point they get hot. At some point they find their rhythm. At some point the threes start to fall. And when they do, it can be tough to stop them because one thing about it, um, energy, hustle, and confidence can be an absolute game changer from a momentum standpoint. And especially confidence. Confidence can take a guy from being a C-plus level player to now he's playing at an A-plus level because he's seen the ball go through the basket. He sees his advantages in what the, what the, in the way he's being covered out there, and he's able to just exploit. And that's kind of what happened with Trey Burke. I mean, he's a guy who can come off the bench and give you 12 points, but he gave much more than that today. I mean, he had 13 in the first half, and that was big because – they were down 66 to 58 at halftime. They had a 15 to 2 run late in the second quarter to pull it again within 6 and from that point on, they just felt it just felt like a completely different team from a mentality standpoint that we could win this game. And so yeah, I just want to recap how this game is went overall in general. So like I said, Trey Burke was a huge lift off the bench scoring 13 points in the first half, but the biggest reason for them being down by so many points they could not buy a three-pointer to save their life i mean they were two for 11 in the first half two for 11 for a team that definitely thrives on the three-point um shot and as the saying goes you live by the three you die by the three and they were dying a slow death in the first half i mean they came back from 21 down they finally took a lead at 75 73 midway through the third quarter and it was just there was no there's no other way to slice it other than the fact that they start getting stops and they start making shots flat out and that simple. I mean, they didn't, they didn't turn the ball over a ton in this game, but they did turn it over at some pivotal moments, but overall they just started to make shots. And once you start to do that, you give yourself an opportunity to at least, at least make the game interesting. And even then at 75, 73, you still have a game that the Clippers could take over. But again, like I said, confidence is a it's a tricky situation because when you give a team who feels like they have no life, when you give them confidence, it can actually turn the tides in their favor. But even in the third quarter, you had Maxi Kleber who had his fourth foul. He had to go to the bench. They're already shorthanded on the front line with no Chris Stapps. Now Maxi's in foul trouble. You have to play Boban extensive minutes. And so they kind of changed up their coverage to starting to double-team Kawhi in the post, which gave them a little bit of opportunity to get back out on shooters and rely on missed shots to get the rebound and push the ball. And they were successful doing it. It was actually great a great call by Rick Carlisle, which I think they should continue doing that anyway because you don't want to let him continue to play ISO basketball. And I must say, Maxie was playing pretty good defense for the majority of the game but Kawhi is just a superstar so he's going to make shots but again he had his fourth foul in the, in the third quarter and that put them in a bind from a um from a size standpoint and from a schematic standpoint because like I said you have to double team and now you have to start to force your coverage to do different things based on the fact that you're shorthanded on the front line but in the third quarter they scored 16 straight points 16 straight points the Mavs scored in the, in the third quarter, and they were just cooking. I mean, Tim Hardaway got going. Trey Burke made a few shots. Seth Curry, who's shooting 70% in this series, 
he has just been outstanding. And in my crossover pod with um, Hootball Clippers, I talked about Seth Curry being a guy who you have to look at in this series that could really give the, the, the Mavs a offensive punch that maybe the Clippers weren't expecting, but they sure are now, and he's square on their radar. And he's kind of and he's kind of been Lou Will light, so to speak. He's not Lou Will in the sense that he's gonna he's gonna do Lou Will things, but for a seven game series, if you can get the guy to perform at that level, you'll take it. And Seth Curry is a very, very capable shot maker, a guy who's second in the league in three point percentage and has made his made his reputation on being a big three point shooter. So I know that the Mavs are thrilled with the production they're getting from him coupled with what they're getting from Trey Burke. And I can't say enough about Trey Burke because he's been nothing but a pure spark plug off the bench for the Mavs this I mean in this series. And every time he comes in, he's just making plays. It it it's not always about him making the right play, but just keeping his foot on the gas and always being a threat. And in this game, he went four for five from the three point line. He ended up with a with a total with a total of 25 points. You got 25 points from a guy off the bench. You got 15 from Curry, who came off the bench. And then you get 10 points and 7 rebounds from Boban off the bench. That's a lot of production from guys that are that are unsuspected. And when you get that coupled with what Luka did, which is 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. I mean, he did everything possible to get them this win. Mind you, he also shot 58% from the field, which is great considering all the defensive pressure he is facing. And I just can't say enough about his ability to establish tempo in this game. And in the third quarter, that was something that paid off really big because once the game started to go tit for tat and they were going back and forth and now it's a legit basketball game instead of it looking like a runaway for the Clippers, Luca was able to establish the pace that he wanted to play at, and that was really big and something that maybe the Clippers didn't didn't realize until maybe two timeouts into the second half and was like, look, we got to do something differently with him. But it still wasn't working. All he did was hunt down Reggie Jackson every time or hunt down Lou Will every time in a pick and roll and try to take advantage of those guys. It got to the point to where Kawhi Leonard had to literally say on a free throw, I got Luka, pointed at Luka and said, I have Luka. And that's, that, just, that just goes to show how effective he was being in this game when your star player on the other side has to just say, you know what, forget whatever coverage we were doing, whatever we were trying, now is just the time for us to scrap it and I just have to start to defend this guy because he is killing us out there and it's not getting any better based on the fact that we're just continuously showing him the same thing and he's exploiting mismatches left and right. I mean, Luca. every time he came down court, he knew exactly what he wanted to get to and he was starting to get to it. And so when you have that, I think that you definitely play in, in Dallas's favor and they were playing at a pace that they were very much comfortable with. And it was it was good to see them just make a comeback in this sense because they could have just tucked it in and, and not even had tried to, um, you know, play this game out in a, in a way where they felt like they had a chance to win. Everything was against them. So really, really big win by a team that was, you know, undermanned, um, at times undersized and 
fighting a, a you know an injury by their their top player. So with that being said, let me take a time out to let you know about Manscaped. I mean, first of all, we all at some point we all have to manscape. I mean, if you want to stay clean and fresh, especially at, at this time of year, it's hot and in your man region, you definitely want to keep that nice and tidy you don't want to have a situation where you're just (laughs) letting yourself go it is quarantine but hey we all have to keep ourselves in check so thankfully thankfully for our sponsor today manscape has you covered in keeping your hair looking nice trimmed and fully supported manscape offers precision engineered tools for your family and jewels (laughs) and we all know what i mean by jewels but hey this is the thing i love about it is the fact that you can use it in the shower it is waterproof And so that is a perfect blend for trying to get clean. You can wash your body and manscape at the same time. And it also has advanced skin safe technology, which reduces nicks and cuts in an area that you don't want nicks and cuts. But also, they also have boxer briefs. Manscape has boxer briefs and they're temperature controlled to keep your to keep you cool in the area that needs to stay cool. And again, like I say, it's hot, it gets muggy in the summertime, and you know that region can get um, a little out of control if you're not paying attention to it. So that is great. Um, if you want, get 20% off and free shipping with the codes XXX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code X, and always be ready to manscape. So again, the Mavs. Now that it's 2-2, I think at this point, you get Chris Stapps back, and it's literally a series where they they feel like they can take this. I mean, granted, Paul George isn't shooting the ball well, and that's also an advantage for the Mavericks because they're not defending at a high rate, but they're getting stops when needed. But when you turn it around and look, the Clippers aren't stopping them at the rate that maybe they thought they were going to. The Clippers in the second half gave up an extreme amount of points that they probably didn't mean to. They gave up offensive rebounds to the Mavs that I'm sure when they look at the tape, they'll say, what were we thinking? What were we doing? There was too many lapses, but it almost from the eye test, it almost looks as if the Clippers are waiting for Dallas to lay down and Dallas was not laying down in this game. And they still almost, um, you know, fumbled the game away late in this late in this game they ran ISO so many times to Luka, and I just didn't understand why they stopped going away from the pick and roll where they were hunting a mismatch to exploit. They just turned it into Luka going one-on-one against Kawhi, and that's not going to work. While he is going to find advantages and holes in the coverage to where he can make something happen, that's not how you want to beat that's not how you want to beat the Clippers trying to beat Kawhi Leonard down the court every time in a mismatch i mean in a iso situation so that literally put them in a bind to where this game ended up going to overtime they could have closed this game out if they could have had a few better possessions late in um late in the fourth quarter but too many isos too many indecisive possessions which ultimately led to led to them going into overtime but in overtime they got back to what they wanted to do i mean every time down luca was looking to find a mismatch and find Reggie Jackson or find Lou Williams and try to get downhill. And it was just a gutsy effort by a lot of different guys. I mean, you had Seth Curry who made a big bucket. 
You had Trey Burke, who had a couple of big baskets. You had you had Tim Hardaway Jr., who made a few big baskets. He also got fouled on a three-point attempt, which wish he would have made all three um, free throws, but he didn't. But either way, they were, they were getting production from somebody at every given turn. And if they can get a little better shooting out of Maxi, I mean, <laughs> at this point, it's the first team to two wins. And there's no reason why the Mavs can't get two of these wins um, going into what is basically turned into a three-game series. So it will be interesting to see coming in the next game one, how Luka bounces back from playing so many minutes. He played 45 minutes on a bad ankle. You got 37 minutes from Trey Burke, but he should be fine. Maxi played 37, and he had his hands full guarding um, Kawhi Leonard all game. So you can kind of excuse his shooting. And then you have Seth Curry, who played 30 minutes. And so these guys, the one thing you notice about part of their comeback is they space the floor so well, trying to recover on shooters when... Luca is beating his man off the dribble every time, and you have to continuously rotate out the shooters, rotate out the guys who are who are legit three-point shooters. It can wear on your legs, and ultimately, when you get back down on offense, you don't have anything to give, or you just don't have as, as much pop as you want trying to make moves. And I think some of that was taking its toll on the Clippers is, you know, Luca is an advantage mismatch on pretty much anybody, and once he gets by his man, you're forced to help and then when you have to help and get back out to shooters, when you have to do that all game, that can start to wear on you. And it's definitely draining and, it's, and, it, and it helps you and it makes you extend an amount of energy that maybe you're not accustomed to expending. And as a result, you start to get a little flat offensively. And I think that's some of what the Clippers problem was if you look deeper into it, because those rotations aren't easy. And while you want to be able to do it all game, it's either you get out, you you close out hard, or you give up a three pointer. And these guys, as they know, are very capable shooters that are knocking them down at a high rate all year. Like I said, top offensive rating in basketball, and today it showed. So going in the next game, hopefully they get Porzingis back. Luca is a little bit healthier. I'm sure he'll be resting around the clock until next game. And they'll need it. They'll need it because they're probably going to need another 40-plus minutes for him. It's only a three-game series. They're playing every other day. He's a 21-year-old. He should be able to shoulder these type of minutes. So I'm interested to see the type of, you know, um, if they make any adjustments at all. I think they should stay with doubling Kawhi in the post. That's something that they could continue to do. But... Getting Porzingis back will be big, and hopefully he's okay for the rest of the series because they'll need him all three of these games if the, if it goes seven. And continue to get bench scoring. Seth Curry and Trey Burke have been complete game changers coming off the bench, and they'll continue to need him to do that. So, yeah, all in all, great win, Mavs Nation. Thanks again for listening, Hoopball listeners. Again, you can catch me on Twitter at LBSetIt. And I have also been trying to live tweet, so stay tuned and follow me at Hootball Mavs as well. And we have game five, and I cannot wait. This is a three-game series now. Let's see what they can do. So I'll talk to you guys. Let's see. We got Tuesday. Tuesday, we're right back at it. So go Mavs. Luca, get well. Porzingis, come back, please. This series is amazing. Talk to you guys later.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.